Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's a football Friday with the Michael K Show. Presented by Nissan and Bet365. This is an Ian special report. Now reporting. The very handsome Jewish man, Peter Rosenberg. Ian at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. Peter Rosenberg. Now, from the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Rosenbaum or whatever that guy's name is. One of your show is number one. Hi, everyone. Welcome to ENN. Ray Rowe. I'd like to start off by saying good evening to Michael. Little Zach. And I'd like to say good evening to Don. I'm trying to entertain people, okay? I'm sorry if you're so sensitive. Do a better job. And I'd like to say good evening to myself. I saw the ripple. And I'd like to say good evening to myself. Spoken by a man who's never Googled dolphin porn. And I guess I'd like to say good evening to myself. Be unhappy in your own filth. I love filth. <laughs> I mean, listen, I, I don't lie to you guys. That's one thing I do not do. I mean, I don't know how you're going to interpret that. It's Rosh Hashanah, for God's sake. I can't talk about filth. Filth, florn, florn, filth. Um, listen, we have a lot to get to. Oh, I also have received, ladies and gentlemen, the full slate of incarcerated Bob picks. Michael only had one. The full incarcerated slate uh, included the Vikings who pushed yesterday. Um, He did send that over, I believe. The Titans at plus three and the Bengals at minus three. He's lockstep with me on the Bengals, Don. All right. I like your picks. I like all of our picks. I'm sort of surprised I went right up against Fortinbaugh. I mean, you think I wouldn't be because I spoke to him. But, I mean, I am surprised that that's where my brain ended up taking me. Because I respect the Fortinbaugh. Well, spoken to a Jace, because usually when you say you spoke to someone... It means you they, you spoke you, also? You listened to what they said. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, we talked. I said things. He said things. It was a conversation. I remember some of the things he said about the Giants and the Jets, certainly. Um, we obviously spent a lot of time on that today, and it makes perfect sense. Robert Sala spent some time on the Jets as well. He gives an update on Mr. Aaron Roger. From everything we understand, everything went great. He's in great spirits. I'm not going to speak for him, but from everything we've gathered, everything was as good as it could be. We've been in contact with him daily. He's excited to get back here. Obviously, there's a healing process he's got to go through with the incisions and all that stuff, but as soon as that's done, we'll get him back here. But he's fully engaged. He's awesome. Is there anything less newsworthy than a football team reporting that someone's surgery went well? Yeah. I'm yet to hear one that where the coach gets up there and they go, he didn't make it. He didn't make it. It was, it was an it, absolute disaster. Yeah, today. it went from Achilles. The doctor spilled something. It started as Achilles. They ended up amputating right. his head. We, Aaron Rodgers, he will not be playing again. So we, we, so it doesn't tell you that much, but um, it is nice to hear the surgery is done and successful. And we have more on that subject, of course, 
Um, let's continue with Robert Sala. Has Rogers' injury galvanized the team? I don't know about that one. It's possibly, you know, if you have success, it will. <laughs> but no, I'm encouraged by the week of practice. A lot of upbeat personalities. I had a really, really good productive practice yesterday and I love where the mindset of our team is. But uh, you still got to go out and try to find a way to have some success. And we're going against the championship football team and it's going to be tough. I think all coaches are liars. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I just think it's no. a fact. No, I can't think, help it. I think Sala lies less than any coach I've ever met. Like he didn't. Someone say, "Oh yeah, we're going to be galvanized by it." Now you answered it honestly. We'll see. Yeah, true. I like it. That you know what, Don? Point God right there. We don't do point God on the on the holy day on Fridays. I guess. Yeah. Uh, well, we don't because it's the holy day. It's no, because of pro picks. It's football Fridays. That's the holy day. Yeah, you can't you can't get involved with the pro picks. You don't need reindeer games on a football Friday. Yeah, there's no need for reindeer games. All we do is talk foosball. But it's a, it's a really good point by you. It is coaches lie in a way. It's like getting mad at a five-year-old that lies. They, they're not lying even. It's just words come out of their mouth. Right. You're not, you, you don't judge like, oh, my God, that, that child is a liar. They're five years old. That's how I feel about coaches. Now, let's hear um, Aaron Rodgers. He was on with... Pat McAfee, my good friend Pat McAfee, and by good friend I mean occasional text message returner Pat McAfee. Here's uh, Aaron, his mindset since Monday. Monday was an amazing day to start, Uh, amazing night around the field with the flag, uh, the electric, and then it turned into one of the toughest uh, 24-hour stretches I've had uh, in my life, for sure. A lot of a lot of sadness, a lot of tears, a lot of uh, dark uh, frustration and anger, all the gamut of emotions. But then the sun rose the next day, and uh, I found myself uh, in L.A. and had surgery on uh, Wednesday. And since then, I've been feeling better. Aaron Rodgers said more, though. He said more. Um. Let's hear about his – hold on. I just I just completely botched it. You know what? I should be ashamed of myself. What happened? What well, the I, F? I just accidentally flipped – I looked at Rogers' clips from like a week ago, which probably wouldn't be as relevant. Um, here's Rogers talking about the motivation, Don. This is, this is something you're not surprised to hear, but you want to hear from Rogers about how he's looking forward to getting a little bit of doubt so he can prove everybody wrong. Before even an MRI, I knew I knew what happened. Um, uh, I knew I'd uh, torn my Achilles, and uh, I had popped my calf, you know, a few times, especially the soleus, and this was not that sensation. So I knew right away this was um, this was not a good situation. So, uh, and I've known about uh, you know this uh, rehab. Uh, I've had friends who've, who've done it, and fellow competitors that I know who've uh, who've done it, come back from it, but. I think what I'd like to say is, give me the doubts. Yes. Give me the doubts. Give me the uh, the timetables. Give me all the things that you think can, should, or will happen. Because all I need is that one little extra percent of inspiration. Now, how about this? Are, are you trying to are you trying to come back this year, Aaron? 
You trying but, to say you're coming back this season? Yeah, what's happening? Are you coming back for the playoffs this year? I'm not going to make any of those statements. I don't feel like that's fair to myself. I'm just... Is it a possibility? I think, as Kevin Garnett said, anything's possible. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, I'll tell you what's not possible. Him playing this year. I'm sorry. The math just isn't mathing for me, Don. Let's, no, but, let's, but it's a carrot. Try to prove everybody wrong. I love it. I, I would lo- listen. Please, please, please let everyone be wrong. And somehow you you get this. You get to this place. Like Don, imagine the thrill. Picture the storyline. Picture it. New York MetLife Stadium, December, 2023, heading into 2024. Snow is coming down as the Washington Commanders come to town. And we're in late December, Christmas time in Hollis, Queens. Um, mom's in the kitchen, collard greens. You get the idea. Sure. And the Jets haven't been great. Zach Wilson has not done enough to, to where you're going. We, we don't know if we even want Aaron Rodgers back. He's done what you think Zach Wilson could do. But the defense and Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook, everything has come together, Don. And they're fighting for a playoff berth. Imagine the frenzy that would exist if somehow that carrot that you mentioned, that shaggy-haired at times, sort of conspiracy-believing, really, really charming carrot is hanging right out there that Aaron Rodgers would return for a playoff run. Oh, God. That's what dreams are made of, honestly. See, you, you brought that up, and I started thinking maybe you'll go negative. Like, they'll be talking December, Rodgers is ready. If the Jets make the playoffs, he could be ready. And then they don't. Well, the, well, that's always out there, Don. It's always out there. And then you're in this bizarre situation where you're rooting desperately for Zach Wilson just so he can win to be replaced. We've never, never seen it before. Please be good enough so that you can be replaced. Yeah, we just need you to be good enough to cleanly be so, replaced. So it, it went from... God, I hope he's so bad we can get Aaron Rodgers to I hope he's good enough that we can have Rodgers replace him. That's right, Don. It's such an odd thing, man. It's unique times. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You know what else is unique about Fridays? You have any idea? Oh, I know that we're going to be all caught up on who's calling what and when on Sunday. Your NFL announcer lineup for week two. We'll get back to the New York football giants just after this. But let's start. In Atlanta, on Fox, 1 p.m. That's my game. I like the Packers to go down there and beat Atlanta straight up. They're one-and-a-half-point dogs. Falcons looking to have a bounce-back season behind the kid Desmond Ritter. On the call, your friend, our favorite, Kenny Albert. And I usually play ping pong. I've been doing that for the last uh, week or so. He'll be joined by Jonathan Vilma and Shannon Spake. 
Now, the Packers lost their last three road games at the Falcons, including the 2016 NFC Championship game. Their last win there, 2011 Week 5. I should have read this stat before I bet it. The Falcons are looking to start 2-0 for the first time since 2017. Another game. Hopefully this won't have stats I should have read. The Seahawks at Detroit. 1 p.m. on Fox, our friend Kevin Burkhardt on the call. Keith, these are definitely not pumpkins. He'll be joined by Greg Olson. James Harrison one time in the middle of the game hit me so hard under the throat that I threw up in the middle of the play in my mouth, and I had to swallow it. <laughs> Aaron Andrews. All right, old man, I can joke with you about that. And Tom Rinaldi. Now, the Seahawks have won five straight and eight of nine versus the Lions. Oh, boy. Darr! <laughs> Including the playoffs since moving to the NFC in 2002. The Lions' only win in that time came in 2012. The Lions have won three straight and nine of their last 11 games going back to last season and have not won four straight games since 2016 when they won five straight. You know what, Don? I don't hate those stats. I think this is a different Detroit oh, team. Oh, much different. Much so I, I like this team in spite of those stats, maybe because of those stats. Let's go to a game that literally the only people watching will be the parents and children of the players in the game. Houston, Texas. The Texans hosting the Colts and for a game of such gravitas, there's only one man to trust. Chris Myers. I have Chris Myers. He'll be joined by former Viking great Robert Smith and Jen Hale. The Colts have eight straight losses, longest losing streak since 2011, 13th Street then. That's also tied with the Cardinals and the Titans for the second longest active streak in the league. The Texans are 0-8-1 in their last nine home Oof. games. Ugh. Is so there enough? South of them. Well, that is such a repug game. I know. Such a such a South game. Why was that not on Thursday? Uh, it's because of Prime. Prime has ruined the, the tradition of awful games on Thursday nights. We go to Tampa Bay, where the Chicago Bears are in town to take on the Bucks. The Bears looked putrid last week. Uh, this game's on Fox. Joe Davis on the call. Sure. So long, Joe. Go ahead. Daryl Moose Johnston. And our friend, Pam Oliver. Hey, now. When I say our friend, I mean we've never had her on the show in the years that I've been here. The Bears have lost 11 straight games going back to last season. Yikes. Longest losing streak in team history. And during that streak, they've been outscored by 149 points. Don, that's 13.5 points per game to you and me. So that doesn't, that doesn't seem that bad, then. What, 13.5 per game? When you lose 11 straight. Uh, it's still a lot, Don. That's a no, cover. That's essentially a cover every week. You know what I mean? Oh, the, bu- sure. the Bucks are four nine and one against the spread as a favorite last season. Seventh worst in the NFL. Baker Mayfield is ten twenty three and one against the spread as a favorite in his career. Huh. Hmm. Uh, we go to Buffalo, Don. I know you care about this game deeply. Do you lock the Bills in big? Game's on CBS, and who do you think's on the call for a big game like this? Iron Eagle? No, it's Mr. Harlan. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man! Trent Green and... I don't Collins. think that's going to age well. Guys. Yeah, and it's fun. It's, it's, <laughs> what's great about it, Don, is there are people out there every week who we play it, when we play it, they don't know what it's from. So they go, why would this commentator be screaming? They don't know that it was a drunk dude who rushed on the field and 
<laughs> and was and was wearing women's clothing. They don't know. Yeah. They just hear it. All right, guys, the Bills are 20 and 5 at home since the start of 2020. Tied with the Packers for the best home record in the league over that time. The Raiders are looking to start 2 and 0 with both wins coming on the road for the fourth time in team history. Don, that bodes very well for you. Very well. Uh, that happened back in 1982. We go to Cincinnati, CBS, 1 p.m. Andrew Catalan with the big task. Andrew Catalan. He'll be joined by Tiki Barber, Matt Ryan, and A.J. Ross. The Bengals are looking to avoid an 0-2 start for the fourth time in the last five seasons. The Ravens are 4-8 and with three straight losses in division games since the start of 2021. Kind of surprising, but all the more reason I'm feeling good about the Bengals as my big play for the weekend. All right, you just mentioned your friend Ian Eagle. Well, we'll see him now in Jacksonville, the Chiefs and the Jags. Mahomes versus Lawrence, CBS, 1 p.m. Ian Eagle on the call. What is happening here? He's joined by Charles Chuck Davis and Evan Washburn. The lobby is bustling. There is an energy here. <laughs> and with the loss, the Chiefs will become the fifth defending champion. You know where I'm going with this, Don. The fifth defending champion in the Super Bowl era to start a season 0-2. And the first since the 99 Broncos. I kind of liked the Jags too in this game. Kind of did. I, I was thinking the same thing. Just don't, <sighs> I don't. I don't enjoy picking against the Chiefs. I know it's it's hard to pick against them. They're three and a half point favorites. The Jaguars have six straight wins at home uh, as underdogs dating back to 2021, including the playoffs. And with this win, they would have the second longest win streak by any team over the last 25 seasons, trailing only the Colts from 2011 to the 13 with eight straight wins. So the Jags have been hot. We stay at 1 p.m. We go to Tennessee. The Chargers in time to take on the Titans. Tom McCarthy on the call. Not good that he hit a home run, but I was able to catch it. He'll be joined by James Lofton, Jay Feely, and Tiffany Blackman. Chargers beat the Titans 17-14 in Week 15 last season. Kicking the go-ahead field goal with four seconds left. Justin Herbert had zero passing touchdowns and two interceptions, Don. Uh, this was a game Oof. that Joe Fortenball liked for the Titans. Am I right? He or did. did I make, or did I make that up? No, because he says the Chargers' defense is garbage. That's exactly right. We head to Arizona, the big 405 vehicle, the New York football giants, trying to bounce back from an oh-so-embarrassing 40 nothing defeat at the hands of the dreaded Dallas Cowboys. Adam Amin on the call. Now stands erect. He'll be joined by Mark Schlereth. Lick my fingers and touch it. And Christina Pink. And you know what that means, Don? Yep, stinking pink. That's right. And the Giants. Go ahead, Don. I was just going to quick, quick observation, if you can follow me. 405 is yeah. Thursday, Jace. <laughs> Guess what? I know you're right. I know you're right. I'm pretty sure. I'm, yeah. Oh, no, my game's even a 425. Wow, that oh, is a. Wow. I thought we were in the repug slop. A 405. <laughs> they're like, what's close to Thursday? 405. <laughs> the Giants are 3-1 and one all time at State Farm Stadium, including uh, their Super Bowl 42 win over the Patriots. Um, they lost their last game at the Cardinals in 2017. The Cardinals have won four straight games versus the Giants. Wow. Their second longest win streak all time versus the Giants. Don, they they won seven straight against the Giants. This is crazy. You talk about this repug era from 74 to 77. Yeah, the Jim Hart era. When the uh, Cardinals were in St. Louis, of course. The Brownshire era, as it's known. <laughs> 405 also... Uh, the San Francisco 49ers. Don loves this game. Seven-point favorites at the Los Angeles Rams. Kevin Kugler on the call. 
He'll be joined by Mark Sanchez. I mean, Shelton's clearing out defenders faster than a teenager clears his search history on his web browser. Holy smokes. Wow. And Laura Oakman. The 49ers have won eight consecutive regular season games against the Rams. Their sure longest have. regular season win streak all time against the Rams. Sorry, second longest. The longest <laughs> was 17 from 1990 to 1998. The Rams are 4-1 against the spread as a home dog since... The start of 2021. You know what, Don? I got to tell you, uh, I obviously didn't pick it. I sort of had an odd feeling liking the Rams. I don't know. Maybe they just surprised really? me last mm. week. And it's a big number. It's a divisional game. It takes us to 425. You know where your eyes will be. That's right, on CBS to watch the Jets in a big game. Zach Wilson, biggest moment of his career as he heads to the Big D. And for that, you need Big Jim. James, Jim, Nathaniel, Martavius, Nance on the call. Hello, friends. He'll be joined by... Anthony Romo. Oh! Uh, a catch. And Tracy Wolfson. The Jets have three straight wins versus the Cowboys dating back to 2011. The only two teams who have longer active win streaks versus Dallas, the Broncos with seven and the Seahawks with four. Now, the Cowboys are looking to become the second team to beat the Giants and Jets in weeks one and two. It happened recently, Don. Do you remember it? Oh yeah! What was that? oh my! It just God. happened because we were on the year. air and we were saying, "Oh, they're playing. They're going to stay in the stadium. They're they're playing here two oh, weeks yeah. ago." Who was it? Was last year? No, it was a couple years ago. 49ers? the Buffalo Bills in twenty nineteen. Oh. weeks one and two. We head to Denver four twenty five CBS. My commies at the Broncos. Well, I love a little Super Bowl rematch, don't I, Don? I feel like I'm back in San Diego in nineteen eighty eight. 4.25 p.m. Spiro Didi's on the call. My heart is always at the Jersey Shore. He'll be joined by Adam Archuleta. Adam Golden Archuleta. And Aditi Kinkwabala. Ron Rivera and Sean Payton met 17 times as head coaches, including the playoffs, during their time in the NFC South. Payton is 11-6 against Rivera. The Broncos are looking to avoid starting 0-2 for the third time in the last five seasons. Before that, they had not had an 0-2 start since 1999. We go to Sunday Night Football. That's Miami at New England. That's on NBC at 820. That's Mike Tirico on the call. They still yep. seem to resonate. Tom, there are three teams. He'll be joined by Chris Collinsworth. Here's a guy. And Melissa Stark. Monday Nighter, you mentioned earlier, Don, two games. You have the New Orleans Saints, the Griffin New Orleans Saints, against the Carolina Panthers in Carolina. And I should mention, I just received a text from Aaron Boone. Oh, here we go. He's going Saints. Oh, he's with the Griffster, the Boonster and the Griffster. 7-15 kickoff, because why not? Chris Fowler on the call. He'll be joined by Dan Orlovsky. Holy crap. Lewis Riddick and Laura Rutledge. The Saints have lost three straight games on Monday Night Football, their longest losing streak uh, since 2015-2017. The late game, Don, 8-15 on ABC. So these games are competing up against each other. Yes. Cleveland at Pittsburgh in, in my opinion, a much sexier AFC North clash. Joe Buck on the call. When you're cramped into a tight space and there's stuff coming through your head and out of your mouth and you're relying on each other to make the other person feel comfortable. (laughs) He'll be joined by Troy Aikman and Lisa Salters. Come on, Daddy. That is your NFL announcer lineup for this weekend. Thank you for the great stats and information. Now, before we move on from ENN in the show, let's hear from Saquon Barkley 
on how important it is for this team to show that they can handle what happened last week. I know when I was a rookie, I would look up to those guys and, and see how, you know, Eli would, would move and all those guys, and that was probably one of my biggest things I respect about Eli the most, um, especially in this market, being a quarterback in New York, and at the time, we weren't having a lot of success dealing with the media, how he would come in every single week, how he would come in every single day, so I feel like not only myself, but there's a lot of guys. We have like eight, I mean, I don't know how many captains we have, but a lot of guys vote for captains, which is a good thing. Got a lot of leadership on the team, and a lot of guys who don't have seats on the chest who are leaders, too, so I think they did a really good job. I think we did a really good job of responding, and um, hopefully that can go out and make up for what happened last week so you guys can get off our tail about the. Now, was Kenny Albert in the background playing ping pong? That, that might have been Albert getting getting ready. It's a good call. Uh, Anthony, what time will, all, will our uh, Jets coverage begin on uh, on Sunday? Oh, that'd be 2.25. How about that? 2.25 p.m. right here at the pregame. Dan Grassa and Greg Buttle. And then, of course, Marty and Bob the call after that. Don, have a wonderful weekend. You too, buddy. And now, who do we go to? Ladies and gentlemen. The weekend. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoons starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey, Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.